Hello and welcome to day six of the Massive Attack podcast, 12 days of an Amazon Prime Christmas. I'm Joe and I'm overly excited. Really? And with me as usual is Mitch. Hey. I'm trying to stay pumped oh. because I think it's good to be full of energy. Yeah. Because what we watched today wasn't really full of energy. No, second one was full of something. It was, wasn't it? So today <laughs> we're actually we, going to do two today. Yeah, so today we decided we were going to watch one of the ensemble pieces that Amazon Prime throws out at you. Yeah. And this was a collection of shorts. Classic sort of, Christmas favourites. Yeah. If you're looking on Amazon Prime, don't use the search function that we've established in episode one. You just got to find it your own way. Yeah. I think it was a collection of fairly old Type things. Oh, they're all old. So the first one we watched was just called Merry Christmas. So good luck Googling that. We found a little reference one. We did. 1950. That's about it. Yeah. And it's a black and white live action, a couple of segments thrown together to make a program. It's it's short. Nine minutes. minutes. It felt like there wasn't enough for nine minutes. But okay, we'll try and talk about it. We probably can. So it starts off with a nice zooming in on a window. It's obviously Santa's workshop. Yep. And there's three elves in the window and then they pan back and they go through and there's Santa at his desk getting ready for being Santa, I guess. And two elves are children, the other elves a little person. I couldn't tell. Okay. I, I was having real issues deciding whether they were all little people or all children or a combination of the above. I think it's a combination. Hmm. So they just they have a bit of a chat. Going, yep, we're ready. It's going to be Christmas soon. It's all, all good and well and done. So that's a couple of minutes, not much, yep. not much said, just done. And then it cuts to a family. Yeah. Trimming their tree, getting their shit together. They're all like, oh, it's Christmas time. We're getting ready. It's all good. I think they were a well-to-do family. Oh, they look pretty well-to-do. Because it looked like a bit of a mansion. It was a massive house. They had a huge room. fireplace. Yep. Dad had some two-tone shoes. He was rocking. They looked pretty dapper. Yeah. And the older daughter had a pretty cool sailor costume. She did. And she had the two-tone shoes. Yeah. Saddle yeah. shoes, I think they're called. They're they? called. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. It's all good. And they go, oh, Christmas time. Time to get to bed. So, they send the two young kids to bed. But before they went to bed. Mm. Oh, that's right. It's like, do you want to have a song? So, they did. So, they started singing Come All You Faithful, Dad at the Piano. Because obviously your well-to-do family must have a piano Grand in the front piano, room. Yeah. And it's, it's like, okay, yeah, this is kind of awkward to watch, but that's fine. So they're doing their Come All Ye Faithful. Next thing you know, I didn't realise there's a whole fucking choir. Yeah. In, in Like literally a, what, 30-piece choir? Yeah. Singing Come All Ye Faithful. So we just got a rendition of Come All Ye Faithful with a choir for the whole version of the song. Yeah. Going, okay, that was random, but fine. Yep. So then the kids go to bed. They're all feeling pretty good. They go to bed. They're doing their thing. But a bit of inappropriate hugging between brother and sister. <laughs> yeah. And ironically, both of us turned around at the exact same time <laughs> and went, so that's how it is in their family, when yes. they were kissing each other goodnight. Yeah. So, Ferris Bueller reference there. Yeah. Uh, and they sort of go, oh, yeah, it's all well and good. And then the daughter wakes up yep. in the middle of the night because she's a bit, you know, can't sleep, Santa's coming. So she goes down and her stocking's the smallest. So does she put a bigger stocking there? Yeah, yeah, she put she, a bigger stocking there because she felt that she deserved more presents. And then she put a sign up on this thing, a bit of paper with a note saying, I've been a good girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And see, this is where you and I had a bit of a discussion because in my family, we have big presents under the tree. Yeah. And the kids in my family still have a stocking hung on the mantle and we fill it with just smaller stuff, you know, matchbox cars, Pokemon cards, Thomas trains back when they were into that sort of thing. And you were like, who has a stocking and presents? Well, we do have a stocking. Like, I mean, but they're big. It's like a sack, you know, and they're decent size. You could almost fit all the presents in them. They're big with their name on them and stuff. Ours are like knitted, stretchy things that we hang but up. These are like actual stockings in this footage. Yeah. They're actual stockings. And it's like, what would fit in a stocking? Not, Not an awful lot. A leg. Yeah, well. 
Hmm. <laughs> so they go through. We cut back to the sound that we've had established earlier. Yeah. And he's he's flying, and it looks actually pretty good. He's yeah. in a sleigh, and there's a really nice effect that he's flying, and it's, it's got a real practical effects look about it. Yes, no you, CG. You don't see the reindeer. You just no. see perspective of Santa himself in the sleigh. But it it's, looks like it's floating. There's an effect that they use that's really effective. It's an effective effect. Yeah. So that's cool. So he turns up. All right. He gets one leg over the over the chimney to get down, and then they cut it, which yeah. is fine. Yeah. Obviously, no real chimney. Uh, Spoilers. Gonna get down? But he lands and he gets down there and he reads the note saying, I've been a good girl. It's like, oh, he just has a bit of a chuckle because it's Santa. That's what he does. He, he just chuckles. laughs like an idiot. Yeah. And then he leaves and then he's off back to get the next lot. It's like, he's doing one house at a time and going back. That's ridiculous. Yeah. How's he doing in the time? I don't know. It's just magic. Obviously. So, so that's all good. And he's there and then the kids wake up the next morning and they open their presents. Now, sh- the young daughter. So there's three kids. There's the older sister, the mum and dad, and the two young, young yep. children. And the younger sister gets in there first. Yep. And she's ah, oh, they grab the stockings off the, off the mantle and go down. There's a shitload of presents under the tree. Well-to-do family did Definitely. well out of Santa. There was a lot of presents there. Yep. Santa for white people. Must be. Hmm. So that's fine. They open their presents. She goes, look what I got. And she pulls out a doll, which is good. You know? Yeah. And then the brother goes in, look what I got. This is a fucking scooter or something, like a Razor scooter or something, 1950 style. Yeah. And he's like, this is great. The kids are going to love it. And she's like, yeah, yeah, the kids are going to love mine too. And, and there was just a bitterness. This, oh, yeah, she was so bitter. Absolute ungrateful bitch, wasn't yeah. she? Mm. Just the way it was delivered. Yeah. I'm sure they should have gone for a second take. And then we kind of cut out to a wider shot and the voiceover is kind of like even mums and dads like playing with the toys and the mum and dad are on the floor playing yeah, with the kids. Well, it cuts to Santa again and he's like laughing crazily. And they go, oh, no, Santa gave the wrong present. It's like, oh, where's this going? I thought this was going to be interesting. He gave the wrong present to him. But no, he gave a present to Danny that should have gone to dad and it was a toy train. Yeah. And because you know, parents still like to play with toys too or still like to get gifts too. No, you did like, actually say parents still like to play with hmm. toys, I think. Well, fucking A. I live in a room covered in toys. It's like damn straight. Yeah. I probably get more toys than my son does, hmm. which is sad. And I probably bought them all for myself, which, which is, is sad. Sadder. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that was it, was, it was interesting. It was short. It was fine. When it cut to the choir, when they were singing, that that, that was a bit jarring. But yeah. um, What did you say? It was Castle Films that made it, this? Yeah. I mean, that's the only thing. There's no credits or anything. And I found a little bit of trivia on Castle Films, or Castle Films, sorry. We are in Victoria. Awesome, thank you. It's, there's no assholes in it. <laughs> Castle Films. Oh, I think there's some assholes in this movie. <laughs> they were a company that made, like, stock footage films and things like that. And, and they did the pre-sell-through video. They used to sell film. So in department stores and that, you would buy a projector mm-hmm. and you would buy their films. They would release a lot of these stock footage or little short films that you'd buy, I guess, 8mm or 16mm film okay. and you can show. So they were little shorts and they produced a lot of these things. But there's no credits and that was a bit of trivia I read was, as with a lot of Castle Productions, you know, there is no credits except Castle Productions and the title and that's it. So you don't know who's in it or wrote it or directed it or anything. So yeah, it's just one of those weird little things. It was strange. Yeah. But... Not as strange as the second. Next segment, yeah, this, this is interesting. So the second segment was from 1947, and again, we're back to the puppets. It was called Santa in Animal Land. Mm-hmm. And apparently it was puppeteered, if that's the correct word, yes. by a dude called Alfred Wallace. Oh, oh, well, Alfie Wallace. I tried to look up Alfred Wallace on the internet, and the only thing I could find is some botanist that hung out with Charles Darwin. Tippett's not the same guy. I don't think it was the same guy. Even when I typed in Alfred Wallace puppeteer, 
I kept getting some puppet reenactment of Alfred Wallace, the botanist's name. Oh, okay. So I don't know. I don't so know if Alfred, the name means nothing. I don't know if Alfred Wallace was a famous puppeteer back in the 40s, but he was famous enough to get his name in the credits. So okay. Anyway. At least this one had credits. This wasn't a castle production. It was something else. No. It was something else, wasn't yes. it? Okay, so I didn't write a lot of notes. I don't know if my brain had broken. I don't know what it was. So, so it seemed like a drunk cat and a drunk racial stereotype of a frog. I don't know. Well, I think it's a frog. You don't know. I don't know what you think it is. I thought maybe it was a cockroach. No, it's Felix. I think because yeah. no Felix would be Felix frogs because maybe they like the alliteration. They do. Well, it was Kitty Cat. Mm. And I don't even know what the dog's name was. Doggy. Un- really? I wrote Doggy. Whether I heard Doggy or I just called it that. <laughs> and there was some bizarre looking duck bird. sort of character. It was a crazy bird. Yeah. They're- so there's four animals living in a share house situation, I'm assuming. Yeah. It just was crazy from the get-go. They're trying to wake the cat up. Yep. And they're just making noise at them. Yeah. They're screeching and talking, saying, get up, get up, get up, whatever. And they're getting ready for Christmas, putting stockings up and all those sort of things. And then Felix is a bit of a miserable guts, saying, well, fuck Santa. (laughs) Santa's not for us. We're animals. Yeah. We don't have Santa. He doesn't come visit us. And they go, why not? And the cat's like, why not? I think the cat's drunk too. Maybe. Yeah. And they got that, why I put on voices for things with the high pitch like Muppets and Elmo and shit. It's annoying. Yep. Can't understand. So, yeah, Kitty Cat decides that he should go out and find the Santa that's for animals. Yeah. And why isn't there one? He can't really find a Santa for animals, so he dresses as Santa? No, 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 no. They find Santa. Did they? Yeah. He was hiding behind a tree. Okay. A creepy looking Santa, too. He's a puppet. Yeah. And they talk to him and say, well, you know, why don't you visit animals? And he goes, well, I do worry about the animals. And I do think about the animals. Why don't you be Santa for animals? That's right. It's like, you can be Santa for animals. You're Santa. It's like, no, 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 no. I'm Santa for white people. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Am I reading too much into this? So here they go. So he gives Kitty a Santa suit. Yeah. And then Santa comes back. And they're going, oh, Santa for animals is coming. And they're going, there is no Santa for animals. Yes, there is. Kitty comes down the chimney. Felix being the shit that he is goes oh you're just kidding in a freaking suit I think Doggy might have said that as well but they were both just picking on it and having a laugh and the bird was with Kitty when they did all this so Kitty was sort of the hype man for <laughs> for Kitty Santa for animals and it was just like no 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 Santa endorsed it's, it's official and it's like no you're just wearing a suit and they go no but I did and they're getting all morose or whatever and then Santa turns up and goes no I did endorse the cat to be Santa's for animals alright and they go oh that's great and then they're all happy and that's the end of it. And then there was a mouse in a box. What? They they gave a present to Kitty and it was a mouse in a box. That's a bit morose. Yeah. But it's hard to follow this. Yep. And I don't know if it was because we were just losing interest in it. I think so. Or it was just legitimately hard to follow. Yeah. The puppeteering well, wasn't great. You looked at these puppets. We're talking 1947 puppets, yep. okay? They obviously manufactured these puppets to have mouths that move. Yeah. Like you could see the f- functionality in there. Yet they didn't do that, it. No, they didn't move at all. <laughs> they didn't move the mouse. Well, if they did, it was never in time with what they were saying. It was, it was interesting. And yeah. yeah, well, Santa for animals. Yep. They've got to have their own. They do. Read into that what you will. I think we probably had more enjoyment reading some of the reviews on the internet. Yeah, because there are quite did. a few out there. And this is out there on Vimeo and a few other places. Yeah, YouTube, so. they have it as well. And yeah, so it's so, around. Yeah. 
It's around. But do a little bit of a Google. Type in Santa in Animal Land. Yeah. And there is a few blogspot type reviews and other people. Opinions, that, yes. Yeah, have very <laughs> wild opinions about what this program is about. Mm. But yeah, that, I think that was more entertaining than the program itself. Yeah, it, it needs to be seen. So yes. So Christmas classics, classic Christmas favourites had... I think about half a dozen programs in it. Mm, this is the but first two. After watching the first two, we'd pretty much had enough. For now. Yeah, we might come back to it. Yeah. I, I'm kind of hoping they're all that sort of late 40s, early 50s. Well, they all have to be sort of in their public domain era, so they're all going to be old. It's going to be good. So as far as our trope tick off, we had... We trimming a tree, yes. We had trimming a tree. Mm-hmm. We there was conflict. Had, oh, yeah, there was. There was conflict. Yeah. I guess it was resolved because Santa endorsed it, so it's okay. The white man told them it was all okay. <laughs> You really are a bit of a tyrant. <laughs> we had a gift exchange. Did mm. I say that already? We did, yeah. Okay. And a maniacal Santa. Yeah, yeah we, he was freaking yeah. evil looking. He was, especially when it was Kitty Cat dressed up as Santa. Oh, that was mm. good. Yeah. Because, yeah, those puppets weren't good. No. But we didn't have a Christmas meal, so that's the only thing that these two episodes well, have Well, you could give him a cat and you could give him a mouse. Yeah, you could say that. Mm. Mm. <laughs> they were interesting. They kind of gave you an insight of what things were like in the 50s. Yeah, this was the equivalent of a TV special, I guess. Probably. I could. I guess you could buy this, or are you sure it is a movie tone news before a feature of the pictures? I don't really know. There might have been TV in 47, I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not old enough to remember. And there's not a lot of trivia out there. No. Mm, we could do research, I suppose. Yeah, but it's more fun if we just watch it and record yeah. straight away and let our conscious just run. Just talk shit. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's, right. what, that's what we're famous for. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Well, that's enough for today. Would I recommend this to other people? Probably do. not. Uh, if you read up as well and just sort of go, watch it with mates, go and check out this shit. I think definitely Santa in Animal Land, I would recommend more than just the Merry Christmas. Oh, the Merry Christmas, nothing. The Merry Christmas was just generic. Yeah, it didn't offer nothing. Yeah. Except the sleigh effect, that was good. Slayer? What? Sleigh effect. Oh, okay. Mm. But yeah, I don't know. Hopefully tomorrow, when we press that magic button on Amazon, it will spit out something good for us. I doubt it. And you know what? I'm, I'm disappointed because I've just realised we're up to day six. Yeah. And there's not going to be a Simpsons episode we get to talk about this year because there is no Simpsons It's a Christmas miracle. Hallelujah. But I think we probably have yeah. done all the good Christmas specials from The Simpsons okay. anyway, so maybe it's good that we're having a break from The Simpsons. But okay. anyway, that is day six. Day six. We will be back for the second half of our 12 Days of Christmas tomorrow, mm. which means we are getting closer and closer to the big day. <laughs> Done all your shopping? Some of it. Some? Yeah, not all. Got a bit of, I've still got, got a bit of the grocery side of things to do. That's piece of piece. But yeah. Well, you probably go, all your trimmings, right? I do. Yeah. I, I think we've talked about this before on our 12 Days of Christmas. We have the tradition sprouts. in our house that you get to choose whatever you like for Christmas lunch. So I have the full-on roast pork, trimmings, Brussels sprouts, roast potatoes, you name it. My wife goes all seafood. So it's oh. prawn cocktail for entree, lobster tails and smoked salmon and stuff. Mm. <laughs> kind of like beasts of the Southern wild oh. for her main. And my boys this year have decided they want lasagna for Christmas. Nice. Last year, my younger boy wanted a Vegemite sandwich and my older boy had party pies for entree and then spaghetti bolognese. So I can get behind that. I totally can, yeah. But no, I'm, I'm a traditionalist. I go pork rather than turkey because when I'm cooking just for myself, it's easier just to chuck a couple of pork chops in the oven. Did you see the ham with crackling add-on telly the other day? No, mm. but I'm intrigued. Maybe I'll have to look into it. It was Curtis Stone. For oh. Coles was an ad, but everyone's like, why has no one thought of this before? So you just crackle up the ham instead of uh, pork. Good idea. Mm. Mm. All right. Well, I might have to go so I can look into crackling. Mm. And until then, we will see you tomorrow. See ya.